Hey there, sis, and welcome to Tech Girls Cast, the podcast that is designed to empower aspiring female technologists to make their mark in the tech industry without getting lost in the process. My name is Jacqueline Corley, and I've been in the tech world for over 10 years, so I know what works and doesn't work when it comes to making your tech transition as smooth as possible. Join me every Wednesday as I give you my best tips and advice to make your transition into the tech world the best that it could possibly be. I'm so thankful that you are here and I cannot wait to go on this journey with you. Let's do this, sis. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. It is your host, Jacqueline Corley, and this week's episode of Men in Tech Empowering Women, I have a very special man in my life that I am so excited to actually have back on the podcast. If you remember, he was actually on an episode earlier in my podcast. And so without further ado, I would love to introduce you to my husband and best friend, Travis Corley. So babe, thank you so much for being on this week's podcast. Hey, thank you for having me. Um, It's always amazing to to uh, step in your space and to not only let your audience know who I am, but to have an opportunity to talk on something different other than our kids, our household, our bills, or um, just other things that we talk about. So this is always a pleasure of mine. Yes, me as well. And if you are someone who has listened to episode three, where I talk about my academic probation experience, you know that the both of us actually studied completely different things in our master's degree. Of course, I was computer science. And uh, Travis, do you want to go ahead and tell everyone what you studied? Yes, I studied applied psychology and I concentrated more so in non-profit organizational leadership. And so that's uh, what I went to graduate school for. And Jacqueline, of course, was tech. So, of course, we're totally different. Yes, and I have him on the podcast this week because he is what I like to call uh, my accidental techie. And there are many of you, I believe, out here who may kind of be in other careers or you may have studied different things and you are finding yourself kind of ending up in technology accidentally. So I would love for you, uh, babe, to kind of share how you actually got into the tech space and what it is that you're working on now and what your role is. Yes. So. Um... As she said, accidental, completely accidental. Um, actually, um, so I had a relationship with a high school friend of mine since my uh, early freshman year in high school, and um, um, her name is is Lakeisha Gray. And me and Lakeisha actually had an opportunity to go to college together um, at the first university that I attended. Um, and what was so odd is we always had a speaking relationship, but over like... I think the last two years, um, 
we didn't speak as much, you know, kids being born, life different. Um, for myself and Jackie, we stand in a different state. Um, and then Lakeisha had a tough pregnancy with her last child. And, um, and so she was trying to rebound and she was building her business. And so all of a sudden, oddly, she was looking for people that knew how to code. And specifically, she was looking for women because she wanted to work with more women for what it was that she was doing. And oddly, she finds my wife on Instagram without knowing that's my wife. And she get in contact with my wife and they actually spoke without my knowledge. I didn't know anything um, until I walked in the house and my wife asked me, she said, do you know a girl by the name of Lakeisha Gray? I'm like, yeah, I went to high school with her. How you know her? And she said, well, she connected to me on Instagram and we had a conversation. And when I mentioned to her that you was my husband, that's when she kind of went crazy because of the relationship that me and her have. So I ended up having a conversation with Lakeisha and she just explained her business, which I knew about it already, but I didn't know too much about it. And from there, she just said all these things she needed help, um, help with. And so I had a decision, I had a tough decision to make. And the reason why I say it was tough because I honestly didn't have no more room on my belt for anything else other than smiling. Like my schedule has been full um, for the last two to three years. And so I really didn't want to add a business onto my schedule, but there was also a part of me that didn't want her to continue to go on the track that she was going with trying to find um, loyal, valuable um, people um, who would commit to helping her. And, and with her idea, which I'll explain here in a minute, I knew many parts to how to scale a business um, as such, just based off the experience that I have in different areas. And so I I decided that I, I would be a friend versus a business partner first. Um, and the goal was to just simply help Lakeisha get her vision off the ground. And that's still the goal every day when I wake up and, and, and I'm active in this business and I speak to her and, and different things. And so one thing led to another. We ended up having deeper conversation about it. And then she threw out her problems to me and I was able to help her get over her problems. And so her business is, it's called BS Express and BS Express is, um, it's a service, it's a service business for the beauty supply, um, for the beauty supply, beauty specialists, beauty influencers, whoever in beauty, um, this business can actually help you and your, and what it is that you're doing. And so she's more so like playing the role of support for everybody in the business industry. And so the idea was genius, um, to say the least, but just um, knowing Lakeisha, knowing her drive and seeing her commit to something like this, despite everything that she's been through in her life, um, that more so what led me to wanting to help her. And then just, like I said, being her friend, um, not a play play friend, but actually a real friend that, uh, encourage her and motivates her to go to the next level and believes in her. So from there, it was just interesting to see how a friend that I never knew for tech was all of suddenly into tech and she knew all the technical languages. Uh, she knew how to speak in that. She knew how to hold her own ground in tech. Um, so that was, that always amazed me that she had grown in her leadership. She'd grown in her character. She'd grown in so many areas. So um, now she's like, I need help with this and I don't know how to get over this hump. And I mean, 
thank God that I knew how to get over that hump and I was able to help her. And so now the business is going in the direction that it needs to go. Um, but largely I don't like to even take credit. I mean, I think I'm two cents to the 98% that she put in. Um, but it was one of those situations where um, just a little bit of insight and, and the experience I had was I was able to help her. And so now that she's going the direction that she's going with the business, it was one of the things for me, I never even paid attention and noticed until my wife brought it up to my attention that, sir, you're in tech. And I never labeled myself as a techie. Um, I never labeled myself as um, as a tech guru. Um, I never labeled myself as somebody that even understood what technology was. Um, I did a little bit of things with tech um, over the years and in, in, in my fields of study, but I never got involved in tech in terms of coding, um, back end or front end stuff. It was just more so um, popping up on the internet and exploring some things as, as far as my tech, my techie um, has carried me. And so um, now that I'm into this business and, and um, I'm helping with all sorts of things that we're, that we're facing and we're, we're doing um, it. It's one of the things that I think the most amazing part about it. And this is what I enjoy about my wife is that um, tech world was not something that women was celebrated to be in. Um, the tech world was dominated by many men and still is to this day dominated by many men. But every day there's women rising up and they're, going to the next level in tech and they're making um they're they're claiming their ground and they're they're and they're putting their fork in the ground and they're saying we're here we're boldly here we're passionately here and we have a voice here and we will do what we have to do to um to share what it is that we have and so i i admire um the many women that are doing that and then just so happen um, you don't know these things, but I fell in love with a techie. Um, and so now a high school friend of mine that I never thought would be a techie is a techie. Um, and so I find myself kind of surrounded by by techies, um, which amazingly is women. So it's uh, it's great to um, to even be just back on her podcast uh, because it just uh, sums up like who she is and, and her, her hard work to get her to this point. So I'm blessed to be here once again babe and thank you for allowing me to be on this interview of course of course and the thing that i love about that story babe is that as i was listening i was thinking about a lot of people who have other passions you know they're not they're maybe interested in tech but maybe some of them feel like well if i come over to tech i've got to immediately kind of give up my other passions. Maybe I'm passionate about health or I'm passionate about um, fitness or I'm passionate about accounting or finance. And maybe I feel like if I come over to tech, then I'm going to have to give all of that up. And you are just an example of how you are using completely different skills to help out Lakeisha, but you're still in tech. And I know someone else even mentioned this on another interview that I did, but it's so, so true that tech is not just tech things. It's not just about, you know, tech sales and being product managers or even being developers and knowing how to code. It's about really taking your skills and applying it to a technical world, which is where we really are going, you know, after, you know, um, 
everything happened in 2020, where most of us were going remote, we all started to see just how our various different passions and things that we were involved in actually could be something that is technical. I even did a reel once on my page about 18 different industries that still need people to know how to code or still need technical skills. So what would you say to somebody, babe, who is wondering, okay, if I come over to tech, how can I use these other passions that I have? Hey, that's a fabulous question. And um, the first thing I would say, um, I think this is a hard truth that I think a lot of us haven't came to grips with yet, but everything that we touch today um, has some form of tech in it. Um, I think we all should embrace that we're all techies um, from, if you notice, we all walk around with cell phones and more um, in depth, we walk around with smartphones. And because of that, that has shifted everybody to be somewhat techie. Um, another thing is, if you notice, many of our jobs that was basic has went to tech. Um, and so I think we need to all just embrace that we're all our techies, um, even though it may sound tacky, but we're all our techies. Um, but what I will say to someone is that don't get caught up in the fact that you have to do something different than you ever thought you would have to do. Um, what you should embrace is that there's an opportunity for you to become somebody that you never thought you that you would become. And by becoming a techie or becoming somebody involved in tech or somebody using tech um, in what they do, what will happen is your business, um, your ideas, um, your motivations, your passions, um, whatever it is that you're doing um, and, and who it is that you're becoming in that process will all expand. And I think that's where our attention should go at. It's the expansion of what it is that we're doing. And I think when we get caught up in expansion um, and we get caught up in exposing ourselves to new opportunities, um, that's when we would start to see the growth. Uh, that's when we would start to see the scalability that we dream of with the things that we have. And so um, I think you should wrap your mind around those two words, exposure and expansion. And I think that will help you to see how wide open um, tech has allowed for us to be um, in, in our creative spaces now. And so embrace it. Embrace it with everything that you have in it because um, I for sure know that it, it's a game changer and it will help you to succeed in ways that you never thought. I love those two words, exposure and expansion, because it just reminds me of my own story. I, of course, didn't realize until my parents exposed me to a computer when I was younger that I really was going to love it and that I actually had skills to be able to do it. But it wasn't until I was actually just exposed to that physical machine to understand what it actually does and all of the things that I could get involved in by using it. And now I've been able to expand my skills in this way. And so thank you for that, because I think that sometimes we forget that when we are exposed to things, 
that we're always going to grow in those things. And what I do want to also say to somebody too, who's wondering, okay, how in the world can I use my passions over in tech is when you bring them over to tech, it's only going to grow your love for your passions even more. Um, And it's not just going to build your tech skills, but you're going to fall more in love with what it is that you're doing because you're going to be able to see now how, how those things that you're passionate about can really um, impact the tech space. And so thank you for that, because I think it's so, so important to be reminded of that. So Now I kind of want to switch gears and just kind of talk about how you have seen tech just being beneficial for our family, Um, whether it's from stuff that you've been involved in or maybe things that you have seen that I have done. Um, What do you feel has been probably the most beneficial um, thing that you've just seen in tech that has been great for our family? Uh, great question. And um, I, I have two answers for it. I think uh, the first answer is, of course, in our two-year-old, um, our two-year-old oddly know how to operate an iPhone. It seems like better than I can. Um, but it's amazing to see that we now have devices that um, a generation of people, my my daughter's um, generation, don't know nothing but tech. That's all they would know. Um, tech is their normal. Um, compared to Jacqueline and I and myself, um, growing up, we started off in a home that had had landline phones, and it's and we had dial up internet when we finally got it. That made that icky sound um, that we hated. And um, I remember you being in elementary school, and they was giving us AOL discs that had thirty three minutes of internet. Um, like when I first jumped on the computer in elementary school, and I remember we didn't have yahoo it was yahooligans and he used to make that yahoo if y'all remember that if you over 30 you probably remember that if you're under 30 you may not remember that and and so it was it was crazy like where we we came from and then where we're at now to the point that we have generations that would not know a world without tech um and and, and the thing that i think is most inspiring about our household is that we live to us as normal, of course, but I, I would say we live untraditional um, because many times we're not even engaging in television as our families did. There's no hours of sitting down watching family TV. Um, we have more so family tech time. Um, and that's sometimes us sitting on the couch together where we're playing different things with our our daughter um, or we're on our devices or we're on a computer or, or we're talking about tech. And, and I noticed that we have more of those conversations because that's where our hearts is at, but it's also where we're at um, in our lives as well. And then two, it's just, that's the world for our child. This is all our child knows. So um, having these conversations all the time has even inspired her to, to be excited about tech a little bit more than, than what we probably thought. And so um, I think, the influence of not only what you have done um, in your career, um, what you have done in your degrees, what you have done um, with your your Instagram page, with your business now, with coaching, with mentoring. I think that shows up in our household more and more because we're all starting to take the lessons, um, the the energy it takes. And we're all, um, obviously we all make sacrifices for each other's, but um, I think, 
many times um, what a lot of people don't see on the outside, uh, don't see on the inside of our marriages, the sacrifices. And I think it takes a lot because sometimes mommy only can communicate to us through tech when she's busy doing what she has to do for her business. And so having the opportunity that we can do that now, um, that's, I think is, is, is amazing. But I think our situation is a little different. So it is a little tougher to speak on it because I know it's not average um, to be in a household with tech influencers in a sense. Um, but having somebody that's scaling a tech business is, is a lot different um, for a lot of people. So very true. And I was literally sitting here just giggling to myself, thinking about the experiences with our when we were growing up as teenagers in the internet. And I didn't even know you all had the AOL discs. I just remember, I remember the sand discs, you know, the ones where you put inside the computer to save your work. And now it's like, in the world today, everything is like autosave now on Microsoft Office. Like, what is this? Um, but we, I remember having those discs and I had to keep one in my bag for high school and, and pull it out. And it's just amazing how a lot of those things have changed. But I love everything you said because, you know, even our daughter, and it's amazing that we are on this podcast, but she knows the word podcast and she will beg me to listen to a podcast while I actually am in the middle of listening to a podcast. So it's kind of funny now that she at two years old knows that word and she knows exactly what it is. Um, she knows both of our podcasts, which if you didn't know, my husband has one called um, Gaining Control at this time is what it's called. I know he's in the middle of rebranding things, but right now it's the Gaining Control podcast. Definitely go and listen to that some amazing episodes he has on there but she knows the word podcast and will beg us to listen to one of our podcasts if not you know someone else's and so it's just amazing to see how she's already starting to get into you know the digital form of personal growth too and i'm also very excited about that because i think our future in tech is really going to depend on the digitized version of personal growth and development too. So that's something that's so cool to think about. So I want to also kind of shift gears to the advice for women now. Um, as you guys know, this is the Men in Tech Empowering Women series. And I really just want you to speak to that woman who is the accidental techie like you. She has completely fallen into um, tech just kind of out of the blue, didn't even realize it <laughs> until maybe one day when she woke up. But maybe she's kind of feeling like she doesn't really belong in tech and it's not her place. What would you say to that woman? And that's also a great question. Um, and I think that is... Um, um, outside of women, but I think a lot of people need to, um, I won't say be validated, but I would use the word affirmed. Uh, they need to be affirmed and what they have is enough so they can step out and, and do the things that they desire to do. And, and the thing that I would tell a lot of women um, is, first off, you have you have some abilities, right? And your abilities may not be 
the same abilities of Jacqueline or maybe um, someone else with Jeff Bezos or Michelle Obama or uh, different people around the country, right? Um, or around the world in general. But your abilities are your abilities. And so you have, you, you face the question that you can always look at what you don't have or you can look at what you have and, and figure out how to use what you have, um, no matter how big or small the space is, and try to create something. I think the first thing many people need to do is just get in creative, get in their creative space. And when you get in your creative space, um, fight off the limitations in your mind of that you only could create X, Y, and Z because this is who you are. Um, and understand that many of our most beloved um, companies, products, things, um, people started small. And so don't despise your small beginnings and just start by creating something and continue to build that something every day. And I think sometimes that's that's easy to say, but I think it's one of the things of that you have to fall in love with the process of being a creator before you can see um, the finished product of a creation. And when you do that, you would start to fall in love with different parts of yourself that you didn't know existed. And those different parts of yourself would start building a new you in your mind. And when you start building that new you in your mind, you would start to have a different energy and a different walk. And when you have that different walk, you would start to believe in yourself differently. And as you start to believe in yourself differently, you start to associate yourself at the level that you never associated yourself. And other people, of course, would start noticing because you would start to change. And when you start to change in this positive way, you would notice that more people would like to be around you, more people would like to be you, and more people will always include you. And it's two things that I learned uh, about people is that we want to be needed and known. And I learned this in the church setting, which I thought was so true. And, and it's not a bad thing that we all want to be needed and known, but it's also the thing that sometimes we look for external um, people or opportunities to help us to be needed and known. And we fail to realize there's an internal version of us that can help us to get those two things. Um, and if you work hard enough, um, if you tap into your creativity, you can position yourself to be needed and known for who it is that you are. And you can live in this space, um, which I don't even want to call it authenticity. Um, I have a love-hate with that word. Uh, but I, I want to call it you. Um, because I, when you live with who you are, um, there's, a, there's a renewed sense of self that no person can ever overthrow. It's just something you, you, you hold on, you embrace, and you grip. Um, for the length of the time that you're here. And so I, I truly believe that it just starts with you embracing your creativity and starting small um, and not despising that small beginning. And even if it's a sheet of paper and, um, and a pencil, understand that in order for you to have, even to get that paper in your hand, um, it took for somebody to chop down a tree. It took for somebody to carry the tree um, to a truck. It took for somebody to, to grind that tree up and it took for somebody to put it through certain processes in a company in order to create the paper from that tree. 
And it took for somebody to deliver that paper and it took for somebody to stock that paper. And it took for, it took for somebody to scan that paper out at the store um, until you got that paper in your hand. And so there's a lot of process that happened before you even can write down your dream. So um, there was a lot of small things that you may despise that got that helped you to get in the position that you're in. So what, you owe it to the people that did all that hard work for you to have that paper. And so you never know if you're going to impact the generations of kids or people that they're around too. So you owe it to us to tap into your creativity because you have just as much power um, as the next person on earth. And I think you should own that. That is so powerful. And, and it's so crazy. I resonate even with that example because you know how many journals I have that, (laughs) that literally encompass our household sometimes. And, but that was just so amazing to even think about the fact that you have so many people in the process of making paper for you to even write down your dreams is very similar when it comes to the fact that even though maybe you feel like you're an accidental techie there's a reason why you're there and there's so many pieces and so many parts to the vision that you have been given that are going to be so essential for you as you are trying to reach that. And so thank you so much for sharing that. And I know that that's something that you also are abiding by as well. It's amazing to see what um, you and Lakeisha are doing uh, with this app and the rest of her team. And I honestly cannot wait uh, to see the end of it. And best believe, Lakeisha, if you're listening, we're going to have you on here um, to talk about that. But I am just so excited to see what's going to happen. And to all my accidental techies, you know, keep the vision in front of you because that is what is going to carry you to reach that goal. So any final words, babe, that you want to share with anyone who needs any encouragement in the tech field? Uh, Yes. Um, And um, I would love to to tap into a few a few things really quick um to help you to to shift um to get in that creative mode but also to just have faith in yourself to believe in yourself to empower yourself to go to the next level um and and the first thing is don't allow what's happening in your life right now to deteriorate or determine what will be tomorrow um and and the reason why I say that is because I feel in that that type of depression thinking where you think everything that's happening today is hindering your tomorrow and you don't see an opportunity and where your failure can um, can actually help position you to to another to help position your dreams and things like that. Or you don't see where your past mistakes or you don't see um, how excellent your job um, you don't see. You just can't see what's happening next. And and you find yourself just depressed about that. You find yourself stuck. Um, You're not stuck. Um, You always have a decision to to unstuck yourself, if that's proper English. But I would say that first. And then the next thing, what I would say is that sometimes you have to do untraditional things to receive untraditional um, results or opportunities. And... Um, for myself, I'm, I'm huge on that. I've, I always put myself in uncomfortable situations. No, I did not grow up like this. 
but I did grow up in the inner city. Um, that always put me in uncomfortable situations because those situations were negative. So I had the hard mental work of finding out what was so valuable about being uncomfortable and then flipping that energy into something positive. And so I just took that. I'm used to being uncomfortable. So why not use it for my benefit now? I went 20 years of being uncomfortable for the wrong things. Now I can go the next 20 years of being comfortable, um, being uncomfortable with the right things. And and so I, I encourage you to, to embrace being uncomfortable because I think a lot of breakthrough lives in us being uncomfortable. Um, another thing what I would say to um, to women is that your beauty shines more um, when you're doing the things that your soul is aligned when your soul is unaligned. Um, and, and I say that because not only because I'm working in the, in the beauty industry, which I never thought I'd be in, also tech, but it's more so it's just the true nature of what I've seen and, and learned from even um, even a close friend in Lakeisha and just seeing how she allowed herself to shine more because she stepped into her her purpose. She stepped into the thing that she loves. She she aligned her soul with the very person that she is. And every day you see more and more and more of who she is come out because she aligns herself properly. And I think that's the thing that that separates a lot of people from um from their dreams and keep them connected to they to the disasters in their life is that they didn't properly align themselves. Um more times we lie to ourselves than align ourselves. And so I think this is the time for you to to step up to the plate and align yourself with who it is that you know you are and just stop being scared to do it. But even in, in that and in doing it, don't feel like you have to start big, start small. And it's OK to start small where nobody knows. Um, there's plenty of years in my life. Nobody don't didn't know anything about me. And even right now, there's a lot of things people don't know about me, but I'm OK with being with starting small. I'm okay with being the only voice that I hear. Um, I'm okay with, um, with even for my wife to be at where she's at in her business and for me to still have, um, have close relationship with who I am and not be, um, frustrated by where she's growing and where she's going, but I'm encouraged to be a support system for her. Um, I look at where she's going at as my opportunity to be, um, to be a support and learn how to serve people better. So it's, there's always opportunity. Um, and I think it's just a mindset shift that we have to give ourselves. And the last thing of what I would say to, to the young ladies out there, um, that's, that's pursuing, um, their dreams and that's focusing is, um, it's when you find, if this is for the single, this is for the single women in tech. I think that's something that's not talked about. I'm, so I'm going to be different and I'm going to throw something out there for the single women in tech. If you're a single woman and you find yourself in tech and you find that um, you may be a little bit weird for the type of man that you like, I think here's some great advice um, you, should, you should go by. Um, greatness isn't weird. I want you to catch that. Greatness is not weird. If any man is telling you that you're weird because you're chasing after the very thing you aligned with and you know that thing will help you to be great, he's weird. That he would rather go find an average woman that would settle in life versus a woman that would step into her greatness. And so greatness is weird. Um, 
I think I'm going to copyright that for a t-shirt. So don't beat me to it. But um, embrace that because it is the very thing that I think many of you needed to hear um, being a techie. Um, my wife is, and if if I had to base who she was based on my uh, my up um, growing up, who I grew up as, she would be weird and I would not be married to her. But when I met Jacqueline, I met her and my mindset changed of when I decided that I wanted to date a woman that was independent and she trusted in her abilities enough that she can be who it is she needs to be in this world because I thought that was beautiful. And so that's why I'm married to a techie and I understand that her greatness is weird, but it would have been very much so um, my loss if I would allow her to go because she was in tech and I didn't understand tech or it wasn't what every woman around me was doing. So if a man tells you that you're weird, you smile because he's not the guy for you because greatness is weird and your weird husband, the person that's going to be weird with you, the person that's going to be up with you late at night, um, interviewing a podcast. And by the way, um, I want to be transparent and say, we're actually doing this at 2 a.m. in the morning because our little person is finally asleep. And, if a person is not willing to be on your side in the uncomfortableness of being weird, then they're not the person for you. And you embrace that they're not the person for you. And you keep going on your path of weirdness um, because it's only going to run you into your greatness. And you're going to enjoy and live your life with somebody that embraces all of that with you. And so I just want to say that to the single ladies um, because I know being single in tech can be um, a challenge sometimes because I know how people view the tech industry. And so um, I, last thing I would say is I do appreciate um, you all. I appreciate all her followers. I appreciate everybody that connect with her. I appreciate everybody that grew the brand. Um, I appreciate everybody that bought the merch. I appreciate all the people that's going to come forward to this brand and connect with her. And I appreciate all the other influencers too that's, that has come together to create such a unique space for women in tech. Um, I think we're seeing a, a movement that's going to be amazing here coming in the next few months. Um, not years, next few months. Um, I think by the end of 2022, they're going to blow this thing up where you're going to see tech influences of women um, taking over in droves. And so, um, yeah, I'm excited for you all. And I'm excited for the person that got one follower right now and, and hasn't came to a conclusion on who they are, because I know sooner or later you're going to find yourself and you're going to be um, stepping into your greatness more and more every day. So, yeah, I appreciate you all in this community. I appreciate the podcast as well. And I appreciate everything that everybody I'm doing for themselves because uh, it's bringing positivity to our world. So thank you. And that is so good. And yes, if you are that person who is who has that one follower, celebrate that because um, just so you guys know, Tech Girls Code was at zero 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 on December twelfth, twenty twenty, across the follower board. Um, and now we are almost clearly at five k in twenty twenty two here in a few days. And so it's amazing to know. But I love what you said about greatness because it's so so, so true. And I want you ladies to know, or really anyone who's listening to this, that while it may seem weird to others, that greatness that you have, it is your purpose and you were born with it. If you've been following me for long enough, you have heard me say two things. 
your dream in tech is solidified. And for those of you that are my developers or aspiring to be developers, being a female coder is 100% dope. And those are the two things that I'm always going to remind you of. And no matter what your vision is over here in this space, it's dope. Don't let anybody else tell you that it's not. Don't let anybody else, you know, try to say, well, you don't belong. And if you haven't heard episode two of my podcast to know how to respond to them, definitely go, go and listen to that. But, you know, everyone's going to say what they're going to say, but it doesn't mean that it cancels out the vision that you were born with. So thank you once again, babe, for being on this podcast. And if they would like to connect with you and whatever you are doing, how can they do that? Yes. Um, if you would like to, you can go follow me on Instagram. I'll be probably releasing uh, more of what I'm, what I will be stepping into here um, soon. Um, so yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Travis K. Corley. Um, and um, also too, I would be rebranding my podcast. Um, the episodes I do have about twenty some episodes on um, on it now, which you can pull up on different platforms: Anchor, Breaker, um, Apple, Spotify, um, under gaining control and then my name is travis corley which you would see so um yeah you could swing by there and and you can see more of what i'm doing or you can see you could just always find my page through jacqueline's page um because she do have me listed as her husband and so i'm excited um for this community excited for what this podcast going excited to see my wife dreams come true um excited to see um just in the near future for us we have another little person on the way so uh, th- we're bringing another techie into the world because I think I think my son is going to be more like my wife than me. Um, so there's a good chance that he would probably be more disciplined and he would be on me about tech more than anything. So um, it's it's an exciting season for us. And so um, we're thankful to have you all. And um, if you want to connect with me personally, um, just for an encouraging word please do. Um, I'm always down to give an encouraging word and help somebody in this world. So uh, thank you for the opportunity once again, babe, and I hope all is well. All right. Well, if you're an avid listener of my podcast, you know how I love to go out. So thank you for listening to this week's episode of Tech Girls Cast. We will see you all in another week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Tech Girls Cast. If you'd like to leave your personal story about how this podcast is impacting your life, please feel free to email me at podcast at techgirlscode.com or leave me a podcast review. I love hearing your stories and I can't wait to share them with those who may need to hear them as well. I look forward to all the future episodes and what I will be sharing with you. But until next week, sis, I'll talk to you then.